1: in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love hey,
0: good luck! Have a good one. Welcome. Hey, yeah. Hey. Yeah. So you guys are shuttle service now, huh? Really? No one What's that? There's no one's patrolling the border. We just show up and just start grabbing people with Really? How many like this a day? Over a, Over a thousand per day. So, just totally open. And right there, just through that one hole from down that way. Wow. 1000 per day. There's Holy shit. Holy shit. Bye-bye. So these white vans, they just come down every so often and pick people up. Yeah, we don't really have enough people to even pick up the ones that are coming across. So Yeah. Sometimes they're waiting out there a long time and they get tired of waiting and start coming into town. Because I was just sitting here and they came up to me asking me for help. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, "Can you call? do people call in all the time with groups coming up to people and asking for help and stuff? Like, yeah, they'll call the and they'll have them off at the station. Wow.
1: Is there a certain time or is it just all day long? Wow. Take it easy, brother. Well, there you go, folks. A thousand people per day times, well, let's just say an average of 30 days a month, that's 30,000 people a month coming across our southern border just in that section, just in that section alone. Imagine how many have actually come across the border since Joe Biden has been in uh, illegitimately in office. They claim 2 million, I bet it's higher than that. And after last week with the reporting that we did here on Life from America, we now know that they're using the DMV in all of these states to get these illegal aliens proper identification so they can then go around the system and get them on the voting rolls. That's the entire reason. They don't care about the families. They don't care about the children. They don't care about the sex trafficking. They don't care about the drugs coming across. They don't care about the coyotes. They don't care about humanity at all. The only thing that matters to them is power. Money and power. It's a sad state of affairs. Ladies and gentlemen, you are locked and Loaded right here on Live From America, and I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the frozen tundra and the live free or die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a blessing to do this job for you every single day. Thank you for employing me and my family. Let's get right back to it, though, folks. We're not letting them off the hook here. I don't know a person who's worked harder on that border than Ben Berkwam. I don't know a person who has put their life on the line and their life of their family on the line more than Real America's Voice own Ben Berkwam. And he has been showing this kind of stuff month after month after month going into years. So much so that Ben will have his own show called Law and Border because it certainly is not law and order but what you just seen was just a tip of the iceberg a thousand people per day did you see that border that border agent there he just was like he had his hands in his pockets. he's just like whatever he's like so you got the, the guy that the camera said you're just taxi service he said yep he's like what did you, pick up a thousand a day thousand a day a thousand a day, day. 365,000 illegal aliens coming through that little section right there And when we take back over the House, when we take back over the Senate and when we take back over the White House legally, because we're stopping all the cheating, folks, the only cheating, the only cheating that they're going to be allowed to do are the ones that we don't know about yet. But all the ways they cheated in 2020, they're not going to be able to do that again. I can guarantee it. So they're doing everything they can, including giving every one of these people at least the ones that are old enough to vote. Well, hey, you know what? They're probably even using the children that aren't allowed to vote yet and using their names and giving fake IDs to people. DMVs. That is where we need to stop this mess, folks. In the DMV. Okay? I want to give a few shout-outs here. Uh, uh, b- after we d- give some prayers, we have some prayer requests. And we have some prayer requests for one of our, some of our own here on Real America's Voice News, live from America family. And that is a Diane Heels gal Um, I want to just ask for prayers for her. Uh, handle heels gal. Uh, I'll ask for prayers for her because she, uh, I think she needs some heavenly love right now. Uh, a little birdie from heaven told me that, uh, she needs some love right now. So please, please, please pray for Diane. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we also want to pray for, uh, Miranda. Her mother has just had some hip surgery. And we want to make sure that we, uh, we give her all of our prayers and all, our, all of our love because she's not really progressing uh, the way expected. So Miranda asked for prayers for her mom. So please pray for her. And also let's pray for Brenda Robbins, folks. Brenda Robbins reached out to me on Instagram. I just saw it today. Uh, by the grace of God, I'm seeing some messages that really need to be seen. And I, and I thank God for that. I know there's a ton I miss. I get it. And I'm sorry for that. I never ignore you. It's not my nature. It's not my style. I don't do that. Um, so it's just, it's, it was nice to be able to see that. So please pray for Brenda, Miranda and Diane. They're all asking for our prayers and, uh, you know what? It makes a difference folks. The power of prayer is real. God is real. And it is a wonderful thing to have people out there praying for you. Let me tell you, it works. So please, please pray for those individuals here on the life from America family. Uh, I'd also like to give us uh, some thank yous real quick. Uh, Laura, Vin- uh, Laura Vince, Vincevich. Um sent a um she buys a lot of stuff here on Life from America to help out the show, to help fund the show. And she homeschools her um her child. And she said she uses Live from America as the current events portion of her homeschooling. So you can just imagine how that made me feel. And I just want to give all glory to God and say together we have created a really great thing here uh, on this show. I'd also like to thank Mary Foster. God bless you for the donation. Beautiful, wonderful donation and a great thank you note. Uh, Sanja Woodruff, thank you. Kay Sharon sent a beautiful note as well. She watches on Roku, so God bless her and her husband. Um, Diana Smoker, uh, she sent Bibles and a donation. We are now, ladies and gentlemen, approaching 700 Bibles we have on hand to give out to people. Um, Suzanne hopefully I say this right, Scalcioni, God bless you, Terry Coleman, Jennifer uh, Radel sent Bibles as well, God bless you, thank you, Jackie and Mark Carlson, for, the, uh, for the, uh, the, the, the gear that you guys print at your shop, huge, big bullet tumbler, I thought that was awesome, and one thing I wanted to show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, was from Liz Bowman, she sent this beautiful cutting board, and look what it says, live from America, Give us this day our daily bread, live from America. What a great gift. What a great group of people. What a family we've created here on Live from America. And I never want it to stop, folks. I want, you guys have inspired me to really, really give up everything and just stay focused on fighting for America. And that's what I plan to do. So let's go to the Lord, ladies and gentlemen. Jesus Calling, evening version. February 7th, year of our Lord, 2021. You know what it is. Let's get to it. Here we go. Instead of letting problems discourage you, use them as reminders to seek me, my presence, my peace, and my love. These invisible realities are available to you at any time, any place, anywhere, and they provide joy, joy that no one can take away from you. So come to me when you are weary and burdened, and I will provide rest for your soul from Psalm 94:19, which says, "In the multitude of my anxieties within me, your comforts delight my soul." Again, Psalm 94:19, and from Matthew 11:28 through29, which we read from Matthew this morning in the newsletter, "Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and will find rest for your souls." And before you turn out the light tonight, seek my comfort for your weary soul. Just whisper my name. Just whisper my name. If anybody's out there having problems right now, just whisper Jesus' name and say, Lord Jesus, I need you. And you'll watch miracles happen, especially, ladies and gentlemen, especially if you are 100% sincere and truly, truly need Jesus right now. All you have to do is ask. It's a great, great thing. Let's go to the Lord in prayer, ladies and gentlemen, as we start off this Monday for this beautiful week of February 7th, 2022, and as always, if you're wearing a hat, I will ask you to remove your hat to show honor and and respect for the Lord as we all say it together from our lips to his ears. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth Folks, we got a really, 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 really special thing here with Live From America. We have groups of great people from all over the world who love this show, who get their news here, who join in on prayer here, and we are definitely, definitely making a difference. Look, folks, we are going to take our first commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live From America. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and we'll be right back right after this. Stay tuned. And now for the live audience, God bless you, folks. As always, it's so good to see you here. Gotta love the commercial breaks. You know when we do the uh, when we do the night show and we do the uh, commercial breaks. Oh, thank you for the you can't beat God merch. Thank you, Sabrina, for the stickers. Well, you're welcome, Rosebud. God bless you, and thank you for ordering. I appreciate that. Um, when we do the, uh, the night show and we have to actually record for Real America's Voice News, you remember when we first went back? Go back to when we first said, hey, we're going to have to do commercial breaks. It was like, oh, are you serious? We really got to actually sacrifice the time of the show to do commercial breaks. But you know what? It's really not that bad because it's actually um, a little different than the morning show. where We have so much news crammed into it where I just got to do the news. This way we get a break every two stories and we get to actually talk about it. You know what I mean? Can you sing happy birthday to I mean, my daughter, Alina? It's her fourth birthday. I can. I can do that. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alina. Happy birthday to you. And I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful fourth birthday. I remember my fourth birthday 414 years ago. Ah, what a day that was. Vicky says, I feel like my day isn't complete if I miss a show. I don't always get to watch live because I'm at work. No, I get it. I get it. It's like coffee, right? You need your coffee throughout the day. I ordered the Valentine's Day special. I cannot wait to get them. Well, good thing that you reminded me because I need to remind you that that Valentine's Day special ends tomorrow. So if you wanted those chocolates and you wanted that discount on those Freedom shirts, it ends tomorrow. But don't worry. Don't fret. We do have shirts um, on, behind, on, the, on, the, uh, on the backside of that one ready to go on, on a sale as well. And, uh, you know, I think we're going to keep doing that. We're going to phase through each one of the different uh, pieces of apparel because you know what? Sometimes we just, we just wait, for, uh, we wait for a break, right? We wait for a little bit of break. And plus donors get a discount anyway, and you guys have your donor code. So if you don't, reach out to one of our Life from America family members, and they will give it to you. And also I'd like to remind you before I forget, folks, I do not have an update on Becky. No, I do not. Have not heard anything from her. Just wanted to answer that real quick. Before I forget, remember, we will be gone February 10th through February 14th. That means Thursday and Friday and Monday shows will be different, okay? Thursday this week, please remember this and remind everybody. Thursday, it'll be a 5 p.m. show. No 10, I mean, uh, excuse me. Yeah, no 10 a.m. show, just a 5 p.m. show. Then Friday, only an 11 o'clock show. No night show, but that's typical because every other Friday we have Friday night off. And then Monday, only a morning show. And then we'll be back Tuesday with the, the, uh, the regularly scheduled programs, okay? Um, just wanted to get that out there to you guys so you guys remembered that as we moved forward. I didn't want you guys to be stuck like, hey, where is he? All right, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. Let's come back from this commercial break and get right to it. Welcome back to Live From America here on Real America's Voice News, and whether you're watching it on digital TV, or whether you're watching it on social media, or whether you're watching it on your app or online, there's no excuse to really not get Real America's Voice News in your home, as well as even Dish TV, folks. But for all else, if you want more Live From America, then just visit JeremyHarrell.com, and you can also download LFA TV on Roku and Fire Stick to stay caught up as well. Are you Ready? I'm ready for the first and foremost section. I know it's been a long weekend. I know, and we're ready to go, so let's do it. The National Archives Department has raided Mar-a-Lago in Florida to retrieve Trump White House record boxes. And all they found, ladies and gentlemen, were mementos, gifts, letters, and kind, kind words from leaders across the world about what a great job President Trump did as president. Now, if you were to turn on any other station besides Real America's Voice News, you might be shocked to see that the National Archive Department raided Mar-a-Lago. But, ladies and gentlemen, it isn't as bad as you might think it is. The National Archive Department raided Mar-a-Lago last month and retrieved Trump White House record boxes, according to the Washington Post. Oh, they made a big they made a big heyday out of this one. It turns out all they found were boxes uh, of gifts, mementos, and letters to Trump from other world leaders. But this is totally normal, guys. Do not let CNN, MSNBC, or anybody else try to tell you that Trump is being raided because he's done something wrong. This is actually totally normal. Every recent presidential administration has had some Presidential Records Act violation. But the media has to do their best to sensationalize this story because it involves Donald J. Trump. If you remember, even the Clintons actually walked out with furniture. They actually stole stuff from the White House. This here... It's just a big, uh, oh, you you might have taken some memos or some documents. But what it really is, is them trying to get Trump on anything they can. They're trying to get him in Georgia. They're trying to get him in the state of New York. They're trying to hang him in D.C. And now they're bothering him at Mar-a-Lago. Sooner or later, when you push back against a dog with that kind of a bite, you're going to get your hand uh, bitten off. Sooner or later, folks, if you keep trying to push that rabid uh, Wolverine into a corner, he's going to lash back out at you. And I don't think they're going to like what they get. When President Donald Trump says the best is yet to come, they stole it. We know they stole it. We're coming. You're going to see a comeback and a a, a comeback of like the world has never seen before. We're going to take it all back. When he says stuff like that, you know he's got a plan and and the plan that the, the left has to try to do anything they can to stop him is only going to get worse. But going back to this Mar-a-Lago story, it's really nothing at all. This happens all the time. Like I said, every recent presidential administration has had some kind of presidential record violation act where they come in and they try to say, hey, what's going on? Do you have this? We need to get this back to the archives. Nothing, no big deal. Now, Trump's advisers say that there was no malicious intent, but the left-wing media is raising the possibility, there it is again, of Trump being charged for violating the Presidential Records Act. Not going to happen, folks. Not going to happen. Matter of fact, we can just go ahead and say this now. Blah, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Not going to happen. Not going to happen, folks. And you know it's because the WAPO reported it. That's why it's uh, starting to gain some kind of traction with mainstream media. But don't listen to it. And tell your friends and family and coworkers not to listen to this crap either. President Trump improperly removed multiple boxes from the White House that were retrieved by the National Archives and Records Administration last month from his Mar-a-Lago residence because they contained documents and other items that should have been turned over to the agency, according to three people familiar with the visit. The recovery of the boxes from Trump's Florida uh, resort raises new concerns about his adherence to the Presidential Records Act, which requires the preservation of memos, letters, notes, emails, faxes, and other written communications related to a president's uh, president's official duties. Trump advisors deny any nefarious intent and said the boxes contained mementos, gifts, letters uh, from around the world, from world leaders, and other correspondents. The items included correspondence with North uh, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, which Trump once described as love letters, (laughs) as well as... A letter left for his successor by President Barack Obama, according to two people familiar with the contents. Discussions between the archives and the former president's lawyers had begun last year um, uh, resulted in the transfer of the records in January. This just is last month, according to one person familiar with the conversations. Another person familiar with the material said Trump advisors discussed what had to be returned in December. People familiar with the transfer, like Others spoke on the conditions of uh, the uh, anonymity to reveal internal details. Blah, blah, blah. It's actually a boring story that I wasn't going to give to the first and foremost section two. But the reason I decided to do it is because you're about to hear all of this on mainstream media. You might have started hearing about it already since the Washington Post decided to sensationalize the story just a little bit. But we all know that that's what they're good at. Wasn't it the Washington Post that sensationalized President Trump's perfect phone call with Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger from Georgia? Uh, Wasn't it the perfect phone call? Nothing to happened to there, nothing will happen in Georgia, nothing will happen with the AG, nothing will happen with the AG, um, what's-her-face up there in New York, Letitia James, nothing will happen with this, nothing will happen with anything except for making America great again. And as Nancy Pelosi once said with her stretchy face, you can take that to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> president Trump not president, you can take that to the bank. Stretch face Armstrong. Anyway, that's why I wanted to bring it to your attention so that you had the ammo before the uh, the avalanche of fake news comes your way. Now, moving on, folks. Last Friday, I reported that the job numbers that were put out by the broke-back Biden administration and the BLS were fudged numbers. They weren't real. I read to you exactly how they did it, which actually was the art of adjusting previous job numbers from the previous year down or up so that you can actually create fake numbers to pad in the months where you need them. It was really, really, it's its really in a, a scam. It's really fraud, if you think about it. It's really fraud because at the end of the day, when people go to a, uh, vote for a president— they vote where their wallet is. They vote what's in their pocket, basically. And if you've not created a good economy for them, they're not going to vote for you. So the Biden administration is committing fraud by fudging numbers, taking numbers from previous months, and padding this month. Okay? All so they can garner more people to vote for them. It is fraud. I, don't even, I was sitting there trying to think about it there, and I'm like, what other word can I use besides fraud? It's not. It's fraud. It is actual fraud. Now, last week I showed it to you and I broke it down and I read for you line by line exactly what they did. Now, I'm actually going to show you a graph. I'm going to show you a graph exactly how it happened. So let me, uh, let me get this ready to pull up here. So what this is going to show you is from what month they pulled the numbers from in order to pad the latest job numbers. So let's put this on the screen. Actually, let me, uh, can we remove these lower thirds so that we can uh, see the whole thing? Here we go. BLS 2021 annual job revisions. The difference between reported and revised job levels in the thousands, okay? So here, as you can see where my cursor is, let's put my cursor on the screen. Here we go. Here you go. January 1st, 2021, all the way to December 1st, 2021. Now, these numbers are in by the hundreds of thousands, okay? By thousands, I should say. And right here, you can see what they did. This, is what, this blue line is what was reported for jobs numbers in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December, January. Okay, see how it all, all goes? See the months down here? The years and the months? All right, this blue line is the actual job reports numbers that we got at that time. The most accurate job report numbers that we got at that time look at what they did in order to pad numbers and take and get numbers look what they did right here bam they uh they revised that they revised all these numbers look at here look when you get into look when you get into july here 606,000, 572,000, 527,000, 498,000, 100,000. They take all these numbers and they pad them where they need them in order to make it look like they actually did a good job with the economy, ladies and gentlemen, when they, in, in all reality, did not. Now they'll say, "Well, these numbers are not really accurate at the time. They're the best, you know. We have the best models, and this is what we base these numbers on. But really, some are underreported, some are overreported, and we have to go back at the end of the year and we have to calculate those a little bit better." Okay, I get that, and that does happen. They are right; that does happen, but not by the swing in which you saw these new job report, uh, these new job numbers, especially. If the day before the ADP payroll company, which is the largest in the country, is reporting a loss of 300,000 jobs, and then you want to come out and say you're 500,000 in the positive, there was something wrong, okay? That is too big of a uh, a spread for there not to be something wrong. That's too big of a spread. Just like when Joe supposedly won the election on November 3rd, 2020, uh, 2020. It was too big of a spread, and you got caught. You got caught with your hand in the cookie jar, and we knew from the very beginning. Caught with your hand in the cookie jar, and we knew from the beginning. Look, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is Live from America, and we will be back right after this break. Stay tuned. So what do you guys think of that? Huh? (laughs) <laughs> Not you Jeremy talking about the libtards. Well, thank you very much. What do you guys think of that though? Seeing that graph it makes it a lot easier to really understand what they did, huh? Look at that. Like I said, J- uh, from July to November, they uh, they underadjusted 600,000, 500,000. Almost there's a, there's almost 1.2 million, 1.7 million, 2.2 2 million, 2.3 million jobs. 2.3 million jobs they, had, they, they actually had enough room to play with, and that's what they do. They're disgusting people, man. And, and you know what? Thank God for President Donald Trump, huh? Thank God for President Donald Trump for exposing all of this stuff so that we, the people, could figure out, uh, first of all, we had to knew what, know what they were doing. And then once we knew what they were doing on all spectrums, in all industries, it's really easy to get ahead of them, right? It's just like you're parenting with your kids. Once you catch on to what they're doing, once you see how and what they're doing in order to get behind, get over on you or get, go behind your back, you can, you're like, oh, yeah, I remember what it was like to be a kid. Let me just stop them in their tracks and think one move ahead of them. And that's all we're doing now. And we're literally being able, we're not, we're not only securing our elections that way state by state. But we're actually getting ahead of them in redistricting and mapping and we're setting up and being ready for them to try to cheat beforehand, being proactive about it rather than reactive about it. And it makes all the difference in the world. <laughs> they were using Common Core. <laughs> That's great. That's great. What do you think about Christie bashing Trump January 6th? Are you talking about Christie Nome or Governor Christie? If you're talking about Governor Christie, Chris Christie, Krispy Kreme, <laughs> Governor Krispy Kreme, uh, then you know I don't got much to say about it. But I haven't heard if you're talking about Christie Nome, I haven't heard about that. How many times are they going to try this cheating? As many times as, as it takes. As many times as it takes. Chris Christie yesterday. Oh yeah, who cares? Who cares about him? Somebody find him a Dunkin' Donuts facility. Okay, I myself love, like Dunkin' Donuts. So. <laughs> Oh, let me bring up these, uh, lower thirds again so that we have them on the screen properly before we come back from this commercial break. I like, I like Dunkin' Donuts, but, uh, Krispy Kreme, Christy likes them a lot more, I would think. Uh, Mm. all right, guys, if we haven't shared yet, please let's do that. Let's share the video. Let's get it out there. Um, rumble and like, uh, try to get as much social media, um, Eyes on this as possible. I will let you know before we come back from this break that Real America's Voice called me today, One, their uh, their social media team, and they said that the short clips that uh, we've been posting since we've got uh, Eli here being the producer, being able to produce more content, they said that those clips are garnering an, uh, more eyes, more views than almost any of their clips on like Instagram and stuff like that, and they're just wondering... They're like, man, whatever it is you guys are doing, keep doing it. They're like the high energy of the show, the way the show looks, the visuals of it. It's great. And I'm like, hey, welcome to Live from America. What took you so long to catch up? (laughs) What took you so long? This is a Live from America family, okay? We, you know, we got something to offer here. All right, let's come back from this break. And welcome back to Live from America, folks. Um, Look, just... During the commercial break, it was, uh, it, was, it was a great conversation, basically recapping what we talked about in that first segment about fudging the numbers. And I said, look, it's really easy. Ever since President Trump uh, won the election and exposed everything and pulled back that curtain and showed us the man behind the curtain, it got really easy for us to start thinking in the terms of parenting, right? Because the Democrats are nothing but childish, uh, petulant kids Um, who are immature and they're always crying about the same thing, right? So treating the Democrats like children actually allowed us to think about, okay, how do we handle our own kids? Well, when they're going behind our back and they're trying to do sneaky things and they're trying to get one over on us, we remember what it's like to be kids and then we catch them in the act and then we start getting ahead of them on things and being proactive rather than reactive. And that's what we, the new Republican Party, has been doing since November 3rd, 2020. And we're not going to stop until we truly, truly make America great again, folks. But coming back from this break, let's get right back into it because there's always a lot to go through. Earlier on the 11 o'clock show, I showed you all the indoctrination of kindergartners, first graders, and second graders walking around with their masks on in public school, chanting, black lives matter, black lives matter. Now, I don't care where you stand on the side of supporting BLM or not supporting BLM, if you're one of those people that have never heard or maybe you're too ignorant about the fact that they're self-proclaimed Marxists who want to destroy their Western nucleus of the family and destroy everything about Western tradition, if you don't know that, if you don't know about Act Blue, the Democratic fundraising arm uh, of the, of the uh, globalist party who uses people like BLM to, get, uh, to garner donations for their candidates, if you don't know about that stuff, there's nobody to blame but yourself. Because we have been screaming it from the top of the mountain for the last two to three years. And now, folks, our younger generation, our younger kids are being indoctrinated so bad that teachers are now not only teaching them that boys are girls and girls are boys, there's more pe- more kids in fifth, sixth, and seventh grade that are saying they're homosexuals now, which I don't even know how that's possible if you're not having sex, than ever before. There's more kids using pronouns as they, them, thee, thy, though, the... Okay, nobody wants to be called he or she or by their actual name. They got school names and then they got birth names. Teachers allowing them to have their own little made-up fantasy world names. Yay, I saw it on Fortnite. This is my new name and I am a pronoun. It's all over the place. It's going on everywhere. And earlier this morning, if you go back to watch the 11 o'clock show, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, but now there's another group that we're going to expose. It's not really BLM, but they're probably closely connected with BLM. And we're going to have to put a spotlight on them for a minute, too, because they're doing the same exact thing. The Wicked ADL, the Anti-Defamation League, pushes hate in classrooms around the country, ladies and gentlemen. A program on diversity that is now being taught to 1.4 million kids in the United States of America, which includes language that only white people can be racist. We already have org where you can go on there and you can expose a school that's teaching critical race theory. We need to continue to build these databases. We need to continue to make sure that we shine a spotlight on these people who are trying to take the minds, bodies, and souls of our children, and we need to light them up. Light them up, ladies and gentlemen. What do you call a program that is used to indoctrinate children and push hate? You call it the Anti-Defamation League. The ADL was once a leading human rights organization founded in 1913 in response to the escalating climate of anti-Semitism in the West. Today, the ADL is a far-left hate group, like most of these groups that were great at one point in time. Today, the ADL is a far-left hate group whose goal is to smear conservatives, patriotic Americans, and white people. The same organization gives a pass to the leftist and Islamic hate groups, But they really want to focus on the white patriot, or should I say the white nationalist. Funny how they use those words, isn't it? Just this last weekend, the ADL excused Amnesty International in the campaign against the existence of Israel. In 2021, the ADL labeled President Trump the most pro-Israel president in history as an anti-Semitic. They washed away Ilhan Omar's blatant anti-Semitism and hateful rhetoric against Israel. And the ADL also pushes restrictions on speech and appropriate general neutral Halloween costumes. And now the Anti-Defamation League is teaching children across America that only white kids are racist. They actually changed the definition of racism to target white people. Well, how about that? They're openly teaching to hate white people to all children in America, including white people. And they've already reached 1.4 million kids. So we need to to put a spotlight on them, okay? The Montgomery Advertiser reported on this indoctrination program by ADL last week. 1,600 U.S. schools are now pushing these lies to children. So big shout out to the Montgomery Advertiser for exposing what the ADL is doing, and I suggest that we all take a little piece of that And light them up. But ladies and gentlemen. Kids across the country are also standing up. Like the Freedom Truckers Convoy in Canada. People across the country and across the world. Children are now walking out of schools. They are now walking out of schools. In protest of the vaccines and the mandates and the masks and all the crap. They just want to go to school to learn. They just want to go to school to learn. Um, An Illinois high school. The students walked out, they were told to put on masks or leave, and they ended up walking out. Why? Well, because after an Illinois judge struck down the mask mandate in Illinois, high school students in Chicago suburbs were still told to mask up or leave. So guess what? They said, okay, see you later. And they, they left. That's exactly what they did. They said, oh, you want us to mask up or leave? Well, guess what? We're going to leave. Let's, uh, let's cue that video real quick and show what they did.
0: Good job when you stand up yourself go
1: guys Good job guys good job guys good job guys Now that's not the only place. it's not only Chicago where they're walking out ladies and gentlemen. They're walking out in many places. Let me show you in Canada. Canada child, uh, high school students are also saying we've had enough and we want to join in on our own little freedom convoy. This is what's going on in Canada high schools as we speak. Trouble on the sound there? There it is. They're saying no masks, no no masks,
0: masks. No more masks.
1: No more masks. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Make America great again, Hat there. These are Canadian kids, folks. Those are Canadian kids walking out left and right. They've had enough too. Look, ladies and gentlemen, when is the world going to understand this? Sooner or later, folks, the governments and the tyrannical wannabes like Justin Trudeau, when are they going to get the message, folks, that we, the people, are the power? When are they going to get that message? When is the Biden, the illegitimate Biden administration, going to get that message? When is Justin Trudeau Going to get that message? When is the government in Australia going to get that message? When is Macron in France going to get that message that we the people are the power? We the people are what makes this world go round and round. We the people are the ones that make things happen so you can enjoy your high priced uh, ice cream. We the people are the ones that make sure you can enjoy your plush little cushy lives. We, the people, are the ones that make it possible for you to have security and be able to go wherever you want and ride in tahoes and suburbans with lights on to make yourself feel important. We, the people, are responsible for every bit of it. Without us, you get nothing, nada, zero, zilch, nothing. We give you everything you have. We give you those lives. We give you power. We are the ones that make everything happen, and without us, you don't even have a basic economy. And we, the people, are sick and tired in every country of globalist, tyrannical, oppressive governments thinking that they can push back on us? Are you kidding me? Look, all these other countries may have given up their guns, but the United States of America hasn't. But guess what? Canada's given up their guns for the most part, right? There's not all the guns that we have down here, all the rights to guns that they have up in Canada. They're very strict. And guess what? It didn't take guns for them to stand up. It didn't take guns for them to inspire Americans. It didn't take guns for them to be courage because courage is contagious. I want to give a big shout out to all those kids. Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, if you go to Quebec, you know what they're teaching the kids in Quebec? (laughs) Check this out. This is what they're teaching the children in Quebec. Look, older kids, high school kids, they can think for themselves. Younger students, they can't. And they're completely indoctrinated. And you want to know who I blame it on? They're worthless parents for not paying any attention and doing what they should be doing. Oui,
0: tous les deux, on a une seule dose. Ah oui, puis est-ce que vous êtes d'accord, vous autres, avec la vaccination obligatoire? Oui. Oui? Oh. Ah oui, hein? Wow. On dirait que j'ai des délais, Julie. Oui. Ah,
1: oui. Quebec <laughs> kids groomed du, du, for tyranny. Qu'est-ce qu'on devrait avec les gens qui veulent pas se faire vacciner? On devrait... Uh, appeler la police Ooh, oui oui si ils pas leur vaccin ça peut mettre beaucoup de personnes en danger Faites comme le gouvernement est en train de faire en ce moment il faut leur couper petite chose à petite jusqu'à temps qu'ils se, donnent pis qu'ils se fassent vacciner en tout cas vous savez you see what those kids are saying if people don't get vaccinated we should call the police or cut them off little by little until they have nothing you don't think that their parents are talking about that at home that's why i said i blame the parents We got to get this stuff under control, folks. We got to get this stuff under control. And now is our time. Now is our opportunity. Now is our window. Now is that window of time that we take back the power from these globalists and truly make America great again and make the world great again. All right, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. Don't go anywhere. crazy stuff, right? Crazy, crazy stuff. Parents, where are you? Well, if those kids are saying what they're saying, then you know dang well where those parents are. Those parents are the ones saying it at home. That's why those kids are saying that. Kids don't really repeat what their teachers say as much as they do their parents. Even though they're with their parents more throughout the day than they, or or the teachers, more throughout the day than they are their parents, they don't really echo what their teachers say. They echo what their parents say. Jeremy, did you find out what school this was, the BLM? Can we call tomorrow? I actually do have that. I don't have it handy here, but I will. uh, I'll make it a point to um, talk about that tomorrow. Stop them now. That is disgusting. Amen. You see those kids? We should call the police, one kid said. Call the police? What? Call the police. Other kids said we should... Basically, cut them off from everything little by little until they have nothing. These are like eight year old kids saying this stuff. Talk about Hitler propaganda, baby. It is unbelievable and it's real. You see the yearbook picture with the kids in the masks? Oh, yes, I did. Yes, I did. And you're right. I seen somebody say, Poor kids. You couldn't have said it better. That's exactly what I thought. I almost cried. I almost cried because those kids don't know any better. It's not the little girl's fault that she says arrest them. It's not the little girl's fault that she says you know cut them off from everything. That's stuff that she just knows. It's not she doesn't. It's not her fault. It's the parents' fault. Um, Amanda Collins says call Child Protective Services and lock them up. I, I I don't disagree, but you can't. But you got the look. Um, CPS Child Protective Services. They're far left liberal agency as well same thing they didn't think of that stuff themselves that's correct that's correct it's definitely being pushed on them by their parents by schools yep Jeremy did you get my package Cheryl H I don't see a Cheryl H on my notes from the things that I got today so I guess not maybe it's still coming I'll let you know though I'll let you know Let me show you this. Hold on. Let me get off camera for a minute. Well, I guess I was still on camera. This is that big bullet thing I was talking about. Now we got some bullet tumblers coming to live from America to the online store, but not this big. This is like a, this is like a tank bullet tumbler. This thing's awesome. Huh? I'll leave that right over here. But yeah, I love the stuff that you guys send me, man. I don't know if you guys watched that video where I showed you the hallway of all the stuff that you guys send. It's truly incredible. Jeremy, did Rumble make a public $100 million offer or more to Rogan? Yes, they did. We're going to talk about that here today at the end of the show. We're going to talk about that, folks. But let's get into these next two stories, and one of those happens to be that. So let's get right into that real quick. Actually, let me take a drink of my coffee first. Melly says, awesome. My husband would love that. Yeah, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Um. I tell you the company that these guys sent it from. Um, Jackie and Mark Carlson. Um, Giant Bullet. And Lord's Prayer Tumblers, too, and T-shirts. They gave me one T-shirt that I can't wait to show you. I'll show you tomorrow. Uh, but I, don't, I didn't write down the name of their business, but I'll tell you tomorrow when I show you the T-shirt. Great people. Awesome people. Glasses are fogging up. Don't need that to happen. All right. Let's get back to the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live From America, ladies and gentlemen. We are live from New Hampshire, and I want to welcome all the Real America's Voice uh, audience. Great, great addition to Live From America. A lot of crossover uh, friendships are being made. You got the, uh, you got the Live From America uh, family that's on Getter, but you also have the Real America's Voice family that's on Getter, and people are starting to intertwine. And you want to know something? This is how I can tell it was a perfect fit for Live From America to go on Real America's Voice News because we're all the same people. Every one of us. All the same people, like-minded people, ready to take action. None of us are sitting on the couch doing nothing. Even if you can't move, you're still doing something productive. And that is why it was a great fit. Let's get into the next story, folks. The United States Supreme Court, since we're talking about schools, since we're talking about parental rights, since we're talking about bad and good parenting as, as it pertains to These children being indoctrinated, allowed to be indoctrinated, which would never happen under my roof, I can tell you that. The United States Supreme Court may open the legal doors to state programs to provide many parents access to better schooling for their children. Let's get right into it. After yet another nationwide wave of school closures blamed on COVID-19, parents are are uniting in questioning the need for the closures and lamenting their devastating uh, effects on student learning um, and well being. And this is a major switch in um, parental opinion. For decades, most Americans um, have trusted public schools to deliver an adequate education for their children, free of harmful teacher unions and school board politics, um, financial mismanagement, the dilution of um, academic standards and expectations, and divisive ideological indoctrination. For years, that's the way it was. But now, ladies and gentlemen, the effects of COVID response on K-12 through education are causing many parents to question whether that trust was and remains well-placed. All you got to do is you don't have to look any further than Virginia to know that, folks. You don't have to do, you don't have to do anything further than look at Virginia. Heck, go to um, org and you'll see everything you need to know. Even before COVID, evidence existed of the trend toward dumbing down American public education expectations. Along with this perilous trend, in a number of documented instances, the response to COVID has included policies and outcomes that are creating a serious and perhaps irreversible breach of the historic relationship of trust between most parents and local public schools. Now, I'm not going to list all of all of the things, all of the effects that it's had on our children, because every one of us know it, folks. It's not it's it's not it's not news at this point. okay? But here we go. The uh, this heightens the importance of the pending United States Supreme Court case Carson versus Macon, M-A-K-I-N in which the court will decide whether Maine officials may prohibit the use of state funds at private religious schools that actively teach religion. Maine awards state tuition dollars to parents who reside in the townships without a public secondary school, so they can educate their children in the private schools of their choice. Based on recent oral arguments in the case, it appears that a majority of the justices are of the opinion that in aiding some parents for their education of their children, Maine officials may not discriminate among different religions. Freedom of religion, right? Specifically, the Supreme Court is likely to decide that Maine cannot deny state aid to parents to educate their children in private religious schools. This is huge. If the Supreme Court sets this precedent, folks, and gives people school choice to send their kids outside of public schools and into private Christian schools where my kids are, it would, be the, it would make the world a difference in this country right now. And I'm not saying that public schools won't come back. Heck, when I grew up, public schools were the bomb. I loved them. I loved public school. It's just changed today. It's not what you see back 20 years ago, 30 years ago. It's just not. During the oral arguments... Chief Justice John Roberts, I almost just threw up, (laughs) sorry, (laughs) I almost just threw up a little bit in my mouth, inquired of Maine's legal counsel about whether it uh, would send public funds to religious schools that don't teach religion expressly. Roberts received confirmation that Maine would permit such a practice, and he expressly labeled it discriminatory under the court's precedent. So it appears many parents are experiencing a great awakening resulting in their desire for more choices for the education of their children. With the encouragement of the Supreme Court, elected officials may be forced to reevaluate allowing a government school monopoly that stifles healthy competition for the hearts and minds of parents and our children. So, ladies and gentlemen, pray on this, okay? Uh, Somebody, uh, H. Swartz on Rumble says, We're doing that in Iowa, and I know other states are doing it, too. But if this is a Supreme Court decision, it will set a precedent. It'll set a bar where other states will be able to allow, will say, hey, this will kind of prompt me to jump onto this. And state by state, we can start getting this implemented because the only way you're ever going to stop the machine that is the public school system is to bankrupt them. Period. It's the only way you have to bankrupt them. You have to take away the, the lifeblood, just like they do to us when they cancel culture us. And you have to force them to bend their will to your demands. You are the parent. You are the grandparent in that community. They are not. They work for you. And like I've said on the show before, somewhere in between fifteen dollars and $26,000, depending on where in the country you are, does a school get for each student. Think about that. $15,000. Let's take it at the minimum. If it's $15,000 and you take 10 kids out, there's $150,000 that's out of that school. If you take 20 kids out, there's 300 grand. I'm not using common core math here. You should be able to keep up. See what I'm saying? You start taking these kids out, and sooner or later, these school boards, these principals, these uh, superintendents, these vice principals, these school unions, they won't have a job. And guess who will be thriving? Private and Christ and religious schools. I almost, I almost just said Christian school because that's what I am. But let's face it. Freedom of religion, right? Other religions don't want their kids going to school either, to public schools, because of their indoctrination. You think you think that a parent who practices Islam wants their kid going to school to come home and say, hey, mom, dad, we had tranny storybook hour at the library today, and I'm a purple unicorn now, and you're going to call me laser, <laughs> or whatever the heck name they decide to use. You think that a, a, a family that's in, that practices Islam is going to allow that to happen? They don't want it to happen either. Transformer Storybook Hour at your local library. Come one, come all. We'll teach you how to twerk. We'll teach you how to ride a rainbow. And maybe, just maybe, we'll show you how to put a condom on a banana. I know you're four. Shut them down, folks. Shut them down until they bend to our will. We're the parents, not them. Let's move on, ladies and gentlemen, to, I don't know how this is the biggest news of the day, but it is, and that is Rumble. The video social platform known as Rumble, who has partnered with Truth Social, President Trump's new social media outlet coming out, to be their infrastructure of the video for Trump's new social platform, and Rumble alone has been making massive waves, ladies and gentlemen, in the last year, and they've grown a hundred times since all of the censorship, since people leaving YouTube. And Rumble has come out and made a massive, massive offer to Joe Rogan after Spotify has now censored many of his episodes because of COVID misinformation. Now, that prompted the Spotify CEO to come out and say, hey, we don't want to get rid of Rogan. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. You guys offered him $100 million to be exclusively on Spotify. Now, if I had had Joe Rogan's ear at that point, I would have said, don't go. Don't go. They've already banned me. Now, I know I don't have 11 million people watching my show, but they banned me. They banned me from Spotify. They wouldn't let me, let me do my podcasting on there. And if you have, And if you stay on Spotify, you're always going to be looking like this. Joe Rogan's always going to be looking over his shoulder. So Rumble, Rumble ponied up. Rumble seen the value, and Rumble offered Joe Rogan the same $100 million over a four-year period with the promise of zero content restrictions to join the platform. We stand with you, your guests, your legion of fans, in desire for real conversation. So we'd like to offer you 100 million reasons to make the world a better place, said Rumble CEO Chris Pawlowski. He wrote that to Joe Rogan. It was pretty much straightforward, folks. He says, how about you bring all your shows to Rumble, both old and new, with zero censorship for 100 million bucks over four years. This is your chance to save the world. And yes, this is a totally legit offer. What a move by Rumble, ladies and gentlemen. If Joe Rogan were to accept this, it would absolutely destroy what's left of YouTube and Spotify would go down the drain. Here's the letter right here. There it is. We stand with you, your guests, and your legion of fans. I love that. And says at the very end, yes, this is totally legit. Hey, you got to give it to Rumble, man. They're swinging hard. And I will tell you a personal experience about Rumble for the, for the uh, RAV audience we found our home on Rumble. We had to we spent a lot, thousands and thousands of dollars when we were banned for life from Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and everywhere else, Spotify. And Rumble gave us a home. And not only did Rumble give us a home, but they are accessible to me 24 hours a day, and they actually like and love the content that we're putting up and they want to keep us there. That's the difference between Rumble and Spotify and YouTube. Look, folks, we're going to take another commercial break here on Real America's Voice News. This is live from America. We'll be right back after Real America's Voice pays some bills with these ads right after this. Woo! What do you guys think of that, huh? $100 million over four years. No, that's not $400 million. That's $100 million over four years. So now... Spotify had offered him that same deal, and I know he got a guaranteed amount, but I would also be willing to bet that in Joe Rogan's contract, there must have been something about censoring information, and I would be willing to bet that somewhere along the lines, I'm sure he's got his lawyers involved in that, but somewhere along the lines, ladies and gentlemen, they breached the contract. I would bet you that that's the case, that they breached the contract, and it would allow him to get out, and I'd take that guaranteed money, and I would bounce. Bounce. I would take that guaranteed money, and I would bounce. No questions asked, ladies and gentlemen. See you later. Have a nice day. Thank you for the money. I'm out. Peace. Jeremy, we want to see Eli. Well, I know. It's not time yet. Eli's not a camera guy. He doesn't want to put him and his family at risk by being on my shows. You know what I mean? Uh, people already have to deal with that kind of stuff, being doxed left and right. I don't blame him. They should have done 110 million. Well, I guarantee you if Joe Rogan comes back to them and says, yo, I'll come if you give me 150 million, I guarantee you they're going to go for it. He's got a, It's 11 million um, viewers per episode. The guy's going crazy right now. I mean, and he's getting bigger. I didn't agree with him coming out and apologizing. I didn't at all. He didn't do anything wrong. There's no reason to apologize. You shouldn't apologize for offending somebody's feelings if you, or offending somebody if you didn't do anything wrong you can't help what somebody says. Oh, I'm offended by that. Well, Okay, I'm, what do you want me to say? I'm not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That's what I'd say. <laughs> I mean, criminy. <clears throat> Let's come back from this break. Let's finish off the show strong. Okay, here we go. Welcome back to Live from America. You know what I realized we didn't do? I realized we did not give the Smarty Award away yet or the Dumb Dumb Award. So let's go ahead and give the Smarty Award right now. And we're going to give the Smarty Award to Rumble CEO, Mr. or Plaskovich, whatever the heck his name is. He gets the Smarty Award of the day because that was a bold and very smart move by him to reach out and try to bring the Rogan experience to Rumble. It will only grow that platform so so incredibly much, but we also have a dum-dum award to give away today, and I'll give the dum-dum award away after I play what he says. Now, we're all used to seeing, you know what we, we should call this, this is going to go to uh, Brian Stelter, we should call this the uh, the Humpty, Dum-, <laughs> the Humpty Dum, Dum Dum Award of the day. Humpty Dumpty, real life Humpty Dumpty, uh, Brian Stelter has been whining and crying on CNN for the last three years, Okay. 35 years old, looks like he's 57 years old, 67 years old, crying all the time like a petulant child. So I decided to do something funny and leave you with a l- little laugh. I decided to play his most recent audio from CNN while showing you a picture of him that somebody sent me. <laughs> a picture of him that somebody sent me that I thought was rather, uh, rather entertaining. So ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> here we go. And
0: I'm going to go a little bit... Uh
1: rogue here, so bear with me,
0: okay? Jeff Zucker's departure was shocking to the staff of CNN. But CNN was not built by just one man, not by only Ted Turner, and it was not led only by Jeff Zucker. (laughs) CNN is so much bigger than any single individual. It is about teams and teams of people, thousands of individuals who make up CNN. This place is not perfect. It will never be perfect. We will always have flaws, we will always screw up, we will always have to run corrections, we will always have to keep working to make it better and better and better every single day. That is the goal. But the people who say we're lacking journalism, that we've become an all talk channel, that we've run off and we're all opinions all the time, that Jeff Zucker led us astray, (laughs)
1: <laughs> All right. All right, Humpty Dumpty, we've had enough of you. Look, we're going to go ahead and do it, ladies and gentlemen. Brian Stelter. Oh. It's the Humpty Dum Dum award of the day today. <laughs> Woo! Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. I've had a great time with you guys here on Monday. Look, it's always a long weekend. Mondays are my favorite show. Yes, that is not a real picture of Brian Stelter. I get that. I see people going, that's not a real picture of him. It was funny. It was meant to make you laugh. It was obviously edited, and that's not really Brian Stelter, so we don't need a lawsuit from Humpty Dumpty telling me (laughs) that I've destroyed his image. As you can see, his image is pretty destroyed as it is. Folks, that's going to do it for today. Look, if you find value in this show, please go to JeremyHerald.com. Check out all my music. They call me the hip-hop patriot for a reason. Check out the song Build the Wall, Drain the Swamp, Live Free or Die, Rebirth of America, which you will hear at the end of this show as you hear every single day. Also, if you need a Bible or you know somebody who needs a Bible, sign up for the Bible. It's free. Let us know what kind you want. And again, if you find value in the show, ladies and gentlemen, then please consider becoming a one-time or a monthly donor. We are completely viewer funded. Having said that, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. And I will see you tomorrow, 11 a.m., for more Live from America. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Spread the gospel. Keep your families close, and have a good night. See you later.